Often, people will ask me how I knew I had chronic kidney disease. I didn't have any symptoms although I did suffer from high blood pressure, which is the second most common cause of CKD. Well, how did I know then? When I changed doctors to one closer to my home, she had her own set of thorough tests completed for me as a new patient. One of them was the EGFR, estimated glomerular filtration rate. She saw that 39% and had me in a nephrologist's office the next day. The National Kidney Foundation explains why. When your kidneys are working well, they filter out wastes and excess fluid that become part of the urine your body makes each day. When kidneys aren't working well, you do not remove enough wastes and fluids to keep you healthy. You also cannot make important hormones for your blood and bones. Your GFR number is an estimate of how well your kidneys are working and keeping you healthy. If your GFR number is low, your kidneys are not working as well as they should. Early detection will allow for early treatment. Early treatment may keep kidney disease from getting worse. Remember those old television commercials that announced, but wait. There's more. That applies here, too. In addition to the blood test for EGFR, I needed a urine test. Thank you to the American Kidney Fund for revealing the necessity of this. When your kidneys are damaged, they may let protein leak into your urine. This can be one of the earliest signs of kidney disease. To check for protein in your urine, called proteinuria, your doctor may suggest a urine test. There are two types of urine tests your doctor may use. Dipstick urine test. A dipstick urine test tells your doctor if there is protein in your urine. Your doctor may test your urine in the office or ask you to bring a sample from home. If your first dipstick urine test shows protein in your urine, ask your doctor when you should be tested again. Also ask if a urine albumin to creatinine, UACR, test is right for you. Urine albumin to creatinine ratio, UACR. A walker test tells your doctor how much albumin is in your urine. Your doctor will test your urine to see how much albumin, a type of protein, and creatinine, a kind of waste, are in it. Your doctor will compare these results to figure out your walker. A normal walker is less than 30 mg g. If your walker is more than 30 mg g, ask your doctor when you should be tested again. Also ask your doctor if you should have an eeg for test. These two tests, the former gold standard for assessing CKD, seem to be falling out of favor. You see, the blood test relies on race as one of its elements. I was taught that was because Afro-Americans have a denser muscle mass. Okay, that seemed acceptable. It also seems that this is no longer acceptable. I understand that racism must be combated, but what about the science of denser muscle mass? If I'm correct, that's one of the reasons cystatency is slowly becoming the norm in CKD testing, but certainly not the only one. What is cystatency? Let's find out together. The most easily understood explanation I found was the Medical Center of the University of Rochester's. Your body makes cystatency constantly, and the protein is found in different fluids, including blood, spinal fluid, and breast milk. When your kidneys are healthy, they filter cystatency out of the blood so it can be excreted in your urine. This is a fairly sensitive blood test to look at your kidney health. Cystatency can be used to calculate your glomerular filtration rate, GFR. Your healthcare provider can use this to see how well your kidneys are working and if there is a problem. It can also be used to check the progress of your disease, if you have kidney problems. I wasn't sure enough about this being the best test for CKD, so I turned to lab tests online to see what they had to say. 
Because cystatancy levels fluctuate with changes in GFR, there has been interest in the cystatancy test as one method of evaluating kidney function. Tests currently used include creatinine, a byproduct of muscle metabolism that is measured in the blood and urine, blood urea nitrogen, BUN, and EGFR, an estimate of the GFR usually calculated from the blood creatinine level. Unlike creatinine, cystatancy is not significantly affected by muscle mass, hence, sex or age, race or diet, which has led to the idea that it could be a more reliable marker of kidney function and potentially used to generate a more precise estimate of GFR. While there are growing data and literature supporting the use of cystatancy, there is still a degree of uncertainty about when and how it should be used. However, testing is becoming increasingly more available and steps are being taken towards standardizing the calibration of cystatancy results. Ah, I see, race need not be taken into account. Hmm, neither does sex, age, or diet. This almost sounds too good to be true. Whoops. I haven't reminded you what the bun, blood urea nitrogen, test mentioned above is. My longtime standby, the Mayo Clinic clarifies. A common blood test, the blood urea nitrogen, BUN, test reveals important information about how well your kidneys and liver are working. A BUN test measures the amount of urea nitrogen that's in your blood. Here's how your body typically forms and gets rid of urea nitrogen. Your liver produces ammonia, which contains nitrogen, after it breaks down proteins used by your body's cells. The nitrogen combines with other elements, such as carbon, hydrogen and oxygen, to form urea, which is a chemical waste product. The urea travels from your liver to your kidneys through your bloodstream. Healthy kidneys filter urea and remove other waste products from your blood. The filtered waste products leave your body through urine. A bun test can reveal whether your urea nitrogen levels are higher than normal, suggesting that your kidneys or liver may not be working properly. Considering the information uncovered in today's blog, I don't think I'd mind at all if my nephrologist started to use the cystatancy method to test my EGFR. How about you? Until next week. Keep living your life.